Welcome to Almost Here, Around the Corner of Future Technology podcast with Richard Jacobs. Future technologies poised to transform our lives for better or worse are the focus of this podcast. Almost Here means these technologies are now here and starting to be used. We're just around the corner from Bitcoin to artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, depending on where you are in the world. My name is Tracy Murda here with the Future Tech Podcast, and I'm very excited to welcome special guest Ryan Fife, co-founder and CEO of WorkChain.io. Ryan, thank you so much for joining me today. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing fantastic. Thank you so much for having me. Looking forward to uh, being on the show. Well, I'm very eager to get started because I think this what you're doing and working on is obviously important to pretty much anyone who has a beating heart. Um, so what I want to do first, though, is talk about um, some of the stuff that you've been doing before WorkChain.io and just kind of build up to, you know, what led you here. And then we'll jump in and talk about what it is that you're working on. Tell me a little bit about how you got involved in the blockchain space. Yeah, so I, I got involved in the blockchain space, you know, fairly recently in terms of thinking about a hands-on project or, you know, how the application or the technology could be used as a tool to, you know, solve some of the problems that I've been thinking about for quite a while. Before WorkChain, I, I founded a company called uh, Humanity that specializes and has become a market leader in employee scheduling software. And alongside the employee schedule, we do, you know, other, other parts of workforce management like time and attendance. Um, you know, some of the stuff that goes into human resources. We do just about everything but process the payroll. And, you know, that that's a company I founded 10 years ago. It's now grown to about 150 people. Um, we raised a bunch of venture capital along the way, and, it, and I just handed that off to a fantastic um, CEO that's t- taken over my place. And during the journey at um, Humanity, started thinking about, you know, we're, we're sitting on all of this data um, you know, the schedule, the time and attendance. And then when you think about what goes into processing payroll two weeks, maybe four weeks later, depending on, on the part of the world that you're in, just something seemed and felt wrong because we have such a high level of certainty the moment somebody's clocked out from a shift um, that it doesn't really make sense to me or it didn't make sense for us why you needed to be paid, um, you know, at the end of a processing period. And so that's where the original idea for WorkChain came about. Um, and then, you know, the blockchain itself, um, I've been following Bitcoin um, basically ever since uh, Satoshi's initial white paper um, and been doing some kind of investing in, in different cryptocurrencies along the way. But now it feels sort of like we're in, let's say, the second or third generation of blockchain where the ability to build decentralized applications and you know provide real utility on top of it more than just either speculation or a store of wealth, um, it, it you know everything just kind of clicked. You brought up a, an interesting thing I, I guess I'd never even thought of. So did you get to the bottom of why, why, why were we doing the traditional, you know, pay, getting paid every two weeks or even, you know, weekly, if you were lucky, um, what, what was the reasoning behind that originally? Yeah. So the original payroll periods that we're using today are, are fairly archaic. And I think there's a number of reasons why they're done the way that they are. So one of them is related to, um, you know, the time that it used to historically take to actually process payroll. Um, and, and deliver payments. So we're still dealing, you know, at the time when cut, uh, checks were being cut um, or even older uh, systems of payment before that. And things just haven't really evolved since then. And you see, you know, my last company again was in SaaS. And so we're all about, you know, using the power of the internet to solve problems or, you know, displace Excel um, in most cases. And 
payroll has gotten easier. It's gotten more user-friendly. It's web-based, um, but it's still following the same outdated system. And part of that is related to, um, you know, now we, we hear things like, well, businesses aren't going to want to move to real-time payroll because they need time to manage their expenses. Um, we hear that on one side all the way to the other side, which I find kind of hilarious, which is, you know, people shouldn't get paid every day because they're not responsible with their money or they wouldn't know how to manage their expenses and stuff if they did. Um, so that, you know, that, that's maybe an interesting conversation point. But the last thing I think is that the traditional banking world actually isn't really set up um, for the, the type of stuff that is now available on the blockchain, like real-time payments um, with no middlemen. So even, you know, there's, there are, blockchain does have competition in, let's say, the traditional um, SaaS world or, or online product world. And, you know, at best, you can kind of get like next day payments. Um, and so it's just, you know, time, time expensive, the systems aren't set up, and there's a lot of legacy stuff in place. So, and how do you see, or how does it work then when it comes to, you know, like you said, a lot of businesses, systems, banks, et cetera, aren't ready for necessarily what it is that you're doing. So how do you blend the two or how does, you know, how can we coexist and make it work when we're using blockchain? Yeah, it's a great question and something we've put a lot of thought into where on one side, we want to be able to provide something that has real world immediate utility today. So if you take a look or if you're familiar with a lot of other crypto projects that are out there, you know, I think they're fantastic and there's a lot of great projects that are essentially trying to decentralize everything. And that might be the way things work in the future, but I don't personally believe everything needs to be decentralized or the, you know, adoption path to getting there is like 10, 15 years out. It's not going to happen in, you know, the immediate timeline. So how do we build something um, that can interact with the systems that are there, um, not necessarily displace anything, but be able to do things like freeing up um, individual salaries and give them access to, to that value before their pay period. Uh, so that's, that's one thing we thought a lot about. And so on that side, we are going to you know, partner with existing payroll companies or integration companies, or, or sorry, we call them work validators. So these are your time and attendance companies or your proof of work apps that are validating that the work that you've done is complete. So Humanity, for example, is one of the first integrations that we're working on actively now. And the moment you've clocked out from work, you know, you've got the biometric data, you've maybe got the location data to show that somebody was at work. Then their manager goes on the platform and approves that time clock. You know, there's, there's a very high level of certainty that that individual is going to get paid for that work. Or if you're on salary, of course, you know, unless you're terminated, you've worked or you've earned that percentage of the month based on, you know, the completion of the day. And so what we want to do in that situation is enable individuals to essentially get advanced those funds for the work that they've done. And then we'll be able to recoup that when their regular pay period comes across. And so, you know, maybe not everybody is going to be interested in that. Maybe they don't need access to their funds and, you know, we'll still be charging some form of interest. It'll be a lot less though than what, what is traditionally being charged in like the very predatory payday loan space. So that's one where we think there's a big social benefit here. You know, anyone that does need access to their funds in advance, it's really their money, but we don't really feel like we're giving them a loan in that sense. We're just giving them the funds that are already theirs um, a little bit before their, their business pays them. So that's, that's interesting on that side. But then the other kind of go-to-market thing that's picking up a lot of speed right now is there's a lot of jurisdictions in the world that are you know, very aggressively pursuing the blockchain. And so one of the keys to making our payroll work or, or our payment system happen is reducing and eliminating the volatility that you traditionally see in uh, cryptocurrency. So if I was to pay you in Bitcoin, um, your salary could go up or down 10% you know, day by day. Um, for some of us, that's exciting. For, for most of the working world, probably not so much. 
So the key to making our system work is by using stable coins. So these are, um, you know, a token that are backed one-to-one -to, -one to whatever the underlying asset is. Um, so for the first product, we're doing it with a, a stable coin called TrueUSD. And so what that means that, you know, for every token of TrueUSD that you hold, there's a company that is audited um, and, and, you know, a bank with a dollar behind um, that token. So there's no volatility and you can essentially exchange that into fiat one-to-one as well. So that's pretty fascinating. But where I'm going with that is there's, you know, other countries that are, you know, talking and working on actually doing this to their own tokens themselves, or sorry, to tokenize their own local currency themselves. And so that's something that we're super excited about where our, our traditional path might have been, you know, let's go into the U.S. where there's a lot of adoption with um, smartphones, with, with cryptocurrency. But now we're actually thinking, hmm, there's a lot of places in the world that are actually pursuing this on their own. And that just makes the barriers to entry so much greater or so much easier, sorry, because there's less friction um, to, to adoption. Because every time you're dealing with cryptocurrency, you always have sort of two main friction points um, when you're converting fiat into crypto for the first time or when you're trying to convert it out and spend it in the real world. So um, we're trying to solve the payment problem. We don't want to be the one also solving the, the other um, entry and exit point. Oh, sure. Absolutely. So I want to talk a little bit more about the, the platform and, and how, you know, the entire process. Um, but just real quick, kind of on an end note to this piece of the conversation, what is your take on are we responsible enough as as humans and grown-ups here to, you know, get paid early, if you will, or get paid on a daily basis or, you know, quicker basis, I'll put it that way. Yeah, I love this question, and it's it's a fun conversation to debate or, or talk about, if you will. So I think the the way I view it, and maybe it's kind of like a libertarian view, it's like it's really not my responsibility or it's not the government's or the business's right to dictate or define and, and say what we can and can't do. So that's just like the high level. And then on the micro level, I think the um, – the debate kind of comes down to like people will be responsible or irresponsible regardless. Um, that's kind of what I've always seen in life, whether they're paid or not paid um, in real time, sorry. And so we're not really doing them any favor. And you can kind of point to, well, everybody is paid now in two to four weeks and there's still these, you know, aggressive payday lending and people are using money now in that system. So is it going to get better or worse? I don't know. Um, but the, I think the kind of politically correct answer I can give to this is, just because you're paid every day doesn't mean you have to spend every day. And by that, I mean, there's some really cool stuff we can do, you know, directly within our platform to allow individuals, um, well, on one side, if you don't need your funds, what if you could go ahead and reinvest those funds immediately? And maybe you've earned uh -huh. a little bit of interest before your payday. Or what if we could automatically withdraw from your payroll 10% every time and, you know, put that into a savings account and then, you know, there's all these different types of flexible systems in place that, you know, really aren't possible today because, again, you're getting that one paycheck. So there's some apps that, that do that now. Um, but the other idea is, you know, all of our expenses are timed on different schedules than our actual payroll is. So what if you could choose your payday? Maybe you don't get paid every day, but you choose to get paid on the 15th or you choose to get a percentage of your payment on the 15th of the month because that, that's when your rent's due. You take 10% of your payments every day because that's your, you know, free cash for spending. You know, there's all of these different types of new ways that you can think through payments because there isn't this fixed restriction set by your government or your employer. That is interesting. Yeah, I guess I hadn't thought of it that way. That's a, a very, you know, kind of unique way of looking at it while you could actually be making more money than you necessarily would on a regular paycheck. So who is using the system? Who's using WorkChain? Big companies, small companies, 
just anyone? Yeah, really, our goal is to make this thing, you know, it'll be public on the blockchain. It can be adopted by anyone and anyone from that perspective. But on our, you know, our, our go-to-market um, is, again, to partner with the companies that have the records already that are needed to, to provide the payroll. Because in that sense, you know, payroll is very complex. It's different in every jurisdiction. It's, it's a constantly moving target in terms of regulations and things like that. So our, we're not actually, let's say, processing payroll or doing any of the payroll calculations, you know, the deductions and things like that. Our platform is agnostic. It just wants to look at the net payment amounts and then go ahead and make the payments out on that um, to, from the employer to the individual. Or if the employer is not there and doesn't have their accounts, um, again, there's this like lending component where you'll be able to borrow from the platform and then return it um, when you do receive your payment from the employer. So from that perspective, it can be big, small, um, and we're excited, I think, to explore, you know, both the go-to-market directly to consumers because there's this um, ability to work around the employer or the traditional uh, payroll system, but longer term, uh, drive employer adoption directly. That way we cut out the middlemen. Um, the system's a lot more efficient. And then lastly, like I mentioned earlier, there's a lot of jurisdictions that um, we're super optimistic that might be, you know, early and, and more aggressive adopters than, you know, the Western world, for example. Um, islands in the Caribbean, um, we're in discussions with, with different uh, places in Africa where, you know, their, their payment system is a lot more outdated. Maybe it's more in cash or in other things than what we're used to. And so that's a, a very exciting thing to think about when it comes to adoption. Ah, all right. So tell me a little bit more about the, the platform and how it, how it actually works. Sure. Yep. So maybe before I, like, the, you're probably familiar with this, but just, you know, the way we look at the traditional world is people are coming to work, they're clocking in, they're clocking out, and then those times are calculated and going towards payroll, um, you know, two or four weeks later, or if you're salaried, um, you know, it's like a traditional standard paycheck, you know, you're going to get bi-weekly or monthly. And so really what we want to do is once the moment that work can be verified in sort of an irrefutable way, that's the moment we, we view there's a high enough level of confidence to then release the payment immediately to the individual. And so the way that works is, um, again, if the employer is on the platform funding this, essentially using this for their payment solution, um, they're, they're an address on the, uh, on the public blockchain. It's essentially their wallet um, that is almost acting, you could say, like an escrow in some sense um, with a smart contract. Um, that's the agreement between the two individuals. So maybe like if you, if you were to think about your employment contract as something that defines, you know, how much you get paid in your terms of employment, think about this as like a micro, um, a way to break that down by day or by shift into kind of like a micro contract that just defines um, that smaller block of work. And one thing to note is we've been talking, I guess, or I've been talking about shift work and salaried work, but you can also think about this. And, and what we're excited about is the movements of um, you know, the gig economy or the on-demand economy. And so that's, again, where, you know, now imagine you finish your Uber drive, that contract's complete, your funds are immediately released. Um, same thing for delivering groceries or all the other types of things that you can do on demand now. So there's a smart contract that sits in the middle. It's on the public blockchain. Um, there's transparency in the, um, you know, security and the payment because those funds are sitting there and locked essentially and then immediately released the moment that the, um, that the contract is complete and the funds move and are then available for the employee um, to spend. So there's that, that, that's kind of one of the like why blockchain things that um, is pretty neat about this as well. Is it's not just like the real-time component, it's actually the security that the funds will be there um, when, when they're supposed to be. Very exciting stuff, I think, for generally everybody. Uh, 
What do you have on you know the landscape as far as what's coming up in the the next re, you know the remainder of the year I should say, and then for 2019, any big changes or big launches that you're doing? Yeah, so the, earlier this year we launched our first product um, to kind of do a proof of concept to show people that you know the blockchain isn't this big scary thing; it has real world utility. And so that's a product called Work ID, um, which basically is uh, an immutable CV. So think about your LinkedIn profile backed by the blockchain, and by that I mean you know changes that you make, um, things like that are recorded in time. So in theory, if somebody was to take and run with this, it would be like the recruiter's dream uh, product to go to to know you know are people fudging on their start dates and different things like that, or how has someone's profile changed over time? Because we're all doing that whether we want to admit it or not. Um, and then the the second product, WorkPay, which is our core product. Uh, we just passed an exciting milestone this week. We just completed our first transaction um, on the public um, Ethereum mainnet. And so by that, I mean, um, and, and I can share the video afterwards we did, um, you know, I came to work, uh, I clocked out using um, a time and attendance application. And then when I clocked out, that, that record was sent from the time and attendance application to WorkChain. And then, you know, 30 seconds later, I received access to those funds in my wallet. So. We're super excited about you know reaching this point where we can start to test this product and what we're working on between now and the end of the year is um, further integrations with time and attendance applications so that we can get the data that's needed to power this as well as starting to do pilots uh, before the end of the year with you know users outside of outside of our team and then really picking on the go-to-market side it's really about picking the right place to go to market with this and we're exploring now um, again, maybe a, a slight pivot for us than what we'd originally thought, which was going to be more North American focused based on um, my previous company and really where our customers and networks were. But now we're really excited and, and talking to a lot of local governments and things like that about potentially tokenizing and being involved in the tokenization of, of, of their local currency. And with that, we think that's you know the right time to go to market because the local infrastructure and support will be there. So that sort of paints the picture through the end of the year. Excellent. How can companies or folks, how can they get in touch with you to you know possibly look into this a little bit further, maybe get some more information? Yeah, absolutely. We've got um, our website address is workchain.io. And so all the information is there for, you know, the products that we've been talking about. Um, there's a very detailed white paper and, and some videos and other things where you can learn more. Um, we're, we're pretty optimistic about this. We think that, you know, when given the option, everybody will choose to get paid in, in real time. There's really just no reason why you wouldn't want access to your funds, especially if, like we mentioned, you have the ability to maybe, you know, invest or earn or, or, or do additional things with it. So uh, that's where it all lives. I have to say that is probably one of the, the most shocking or maybe not shocking, but one of the things that stands out to me most about what you're doing is that idea of being able to invest that money. I mean, just to, to make more while you're making more, <laughs> that whole concept is, it's really, that's a great idea. I really think so. Yeah. So then maybe the one thing that, that I didn't mention on that, which kind of like turns that um, into something very tangible is that, you know, because this is a blockchain based protocol, Really, what we're trying to do is not be the middleman at all. And so when we talk about even lending money on the platform, that money doesn't necessarily have to come from WorkChain as a business. So we'll feed it, we'll set the protocol up and get it going. But the long-term idea is that a key stakeholder on the WorkChain protocol are lenders themselves. 
So you can imagine this, you know, a peer of individuals that are putting up their extra funds for others to be able to borrow on the platform. So it's kind of interesting where, you know, if you don't need your funds every day, you could literally be clocking out, leaving those mon that money in the platform. And maybe it's your coworker next door that um, is the one borrowing it. So it's, it's kind of an interesting way to think about it. Well, I sure appreciate you, you know, sitting down and talking with us, giving your time. Uh, Brian, anything else that listeners, you know, might need to be aware of or that you'd like to share with them before we part ways here for the day? Uh, thank you so much for having me. It was a real pleasure to be here. I think just closing words is uh, from, from our website, workchain.io. Anyone is, is free to sign up now for our work ID product. That's the immutable CD on the blockchain. And by being a member um, for on, of, of work ID, it's, that the payments product is built on top of that. And so you'll be first in line and have access to real-time payroll if that's something that excites you. Excellent. For our listeners, again, this was my interview with Brian Fife, co-founder and CEO of WorkChain.io. Brian, thank you so much, and I wish you a great long weekend. Thank you so much. Likewise. Have a good one. You have been listening to Almost Here, Around the Corner Future Technology Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Subscribe to this podcast, post a review, to discover more future technologies that are poised to transform our lives for better or worse, such as Bitcoin, artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more.